0: Makemakers, I'm Ryan Hawk, founder and CEO of Nighthawk Deliveries. Uh, we are a late-night alcohol delivery company, think pizza delivery, but booze at 2 a.m.
1: And I'm here with uh, a good friend Michael Dial. Hey everyone, I'm Michael Dial, uh, music producer, social media consultant and events organizer. Yeah, so what what are we gonna talk about today? Uh
0: what we uh you were asking about um, uh, measures of success.
1: Measures of success.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what? What do you think uh, is? What is your in your mind? What is successful? What is it? What does that picture look like?
1: Um, it it depends. If 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 it's just on a business level, then I guess. We're talking yeah business. <laughs> business. <laughs> right, um Business. You know, if you have set up a business or a service that, you know, has customers, clients, and you're profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, profit then? Yeah. Are you saying profit? Yeah. In its basic form, I'd say, you know. Okay. Pr- profit for me is, you know, ongoing profit is definitely the target. Yeah.
0: yeah. What What about companies like Deliveroo that are worth... A lot mm. invested in a
1: lot mm. um, have yet to make profit. Mm. They are successful in the service they run. The, the trust that you know the consumers have. Yeah. So do successful.
0: you? Think, so do you think there, there's a difference then between profit and value?
1: Yeah. Because they're not
0: profitable yeah. like we're talking in the yeah, black not profitable. kind of thing, mm. but value.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: or, or even Twitter, right? I mean, Twitter, not Twitter's profitable, but... Massive case. ...but value. Yeah, yeah. And they've kind of squandered that, I think, well, I don't know the ins and outs, but I think they've... Uh,
1: Twitter's a, ...they should have
0: got out or sold a while ago.
1: Yeah, Twitter's a very um, interesting case in in this sense, because it seemed to have dipped, like, a couple years ago in, in relevance and importance. Yeah you know, the whole social media thing. But now with, you know, certain Mr Trump or President Trump yeah using uh, Twitter. That. It's it's become extremely relevant.
0: Yeah. I saw something the other day that year on year their user base is still increasing. It's still increasing. It's, yeah, it's not it's not actually declining. Mm. I think I think there's a kind of a, a consensus in, you know, um, uh, the the tech world where they better do something yeah. now yeah. to yeah. properly monetize it or something like that I don't know mm. I don't know yeah, I mean yeah I I've been I on actually, Twitter for a while <laughs> <laughs>
1: I actually sent a tweet to to Jack um, advising him you know, oh really <laughs> as 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 an expert <laughs> um, that he should probably um, I, I I just felt with Periscope you know they own Periscope. The live video. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I don't know much about that. <laughs> the, the live video platform. Okay. They own Periscope. So Periscope got big by itself. Um, it was a competitor with um, Meerkat, which is gone. Okay. Now. It's kind of gone bust. Um, but Facebook Live or FB Live is... They're killing they're, it now. They're yeah. killing it. Yeah. And so I sent a tweet to Jack um, you can check my timeline um, <laughs> I sent a tweet to Jack saying that I think he should probably you know kind of like fold the name periscope and just bring it under Twitter live yeah just yeah why not? because when yeah. you go on periscope it tweets out to your timeline yeah so it's perfect yeah this. Make the name redundant. You know, don't separate the two. Just put yeah. it under one. Well, way. and
0: and a lot of uh, like average people mm. um, would get uh, I think intimidated by multiple platforms. Yeah. You know, even though uh, Periscope is Twitter. Yeah. I mean. But yeah. That's
1: I've used Periscope. You know when I'm. And, and
0: Periscope is like a completely. You have to download it separately. Yeah. This is separate that. Okay. app. Okay. So they need to integrate that into the Twitter. Like but guess what? It long. is
1: integrated, but. Yeah, they need to just drop rebrand. The separ- yeah, or separation. Yeah.
0: I think they worry too much about um, trying to brand an, I- uh, an idea. Um, is that the way I want to say it? Okay, so uh, like um, uh, I think Instagram has like moments, mm. right? Mm. Uh, and Facebook is live, and you know, yeah. you know, Twitter is tweets and and think, But I mean, why not call it Twitter Live? you can't there's no there's no trademark on the word live it's, <laughs> impossible. it's legally impossible exactly. um, so Twitter live could be the same thing as it's simple. you know yeah. it's, it's, you don't need to think of uh, other like Twitter occasions or you know no no you know. Um,
1: it says what you know it does what it says says what it does yeah. um, FB live we know that is that live yeah. video function yeah. on Facebook um, Facebook FB is the brand yeah. is the name <clears throat> Twitter is the name Yeah. so Periscope per- and drop that. Yeah. So, uh, interesting, yeah. Interesting, interesting. I, I think s- operational stuff like that um, is where Twitter struggles. Um, but culturally they're very successful um, in just being that I don't know that, that, that social network where it's up to the minute Yeah. of what's going on Yeah. in the world. You yeah. know, Uh, Every time a celebrity dies, I'll find out on Twitter. Yeah. For instance. So, you know.
0: (laughs) You can can be really careful with that stuff.
1: (laughs) But again, that's the way of the world now. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, profit wise, I guess you can be successful in more than one way. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. So, does this tie into what you would say? um reverse engineering your success um
0: yeah well as as my definition for sure Um, Mm. uh, you know as we're saying you know it's a lot of people when you ask kind of uh, i don't know uh, various entrepreneurs and and business people and they and they will say you know whether it's you know a cash amount like i want 10 million Mm. i want a yacht um, I want enough for my family, I want a vacation, mm-hmm. um, I want value, I want to be well known, I want to be famous or infamous, or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my personal view, and I think it kind of underpins any other uh, measure of success, mm-hmm. is uh, re- consistency. Mm-hmm. So, so businesses to become successful, in my opinion. Uh, need to look at where what what is consistent to them, what is their kind of maximum output in terms of standard or production or whatever, mm. and then reverse engineer that to come back to get to that place. Mm. Um, so you really kind of think of the end first. All right. And then what you would do is you would separate all the things you'll need to maintain or create that consistency. Mm. Um, uh, so whether it's your hiring po- hiring policies, your team that you build, um, uh, monetization, all your revenue cha- revenue channels, um, uh, marketing is a big thing, um, operation structure, mm-hmm. uh, legal, you know, and then and then reverse it again, mm-hmm. you know, and divide it again. So marketing into direct or indirect or social uh, social channels or digital channels, uh, HR into uh, training, policies, um, mm. you know, culture, um, mm. whatever, kind of thing.
1: Now, did you do this when you started Nighthawk?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. So how
1: did you go into that?
0: Uh, well, I, I mean, th- this is, uh, I mean, after kind of 10 years of, uh, of fucking up, mm. um, you know, epiphany hits you and you think, okay, maybe that's the way it should have been. I should have been mm. thinking of this from the very beginning. I did have something um, in me um, where service and standards were always a priority. Mm. I'm not sure if it's a, a Canadian thing or a, a generation a generational thing, you know, or by like my age. Um, what, 60? Yeah. <laughs> 60. 60. <laughs> Jeez, not, not too far off that. Um, uh, but I, I mean, or, or it's just a personal thing. I mean, I, I've always, in every single business that I've ever worked in, mm. um, I've always uh, treated it like my own. I had standards. I never mm. ever had to um, uh, work up to having the highest standards. Yeah, yeah. Um, where where I lost it was that um, I should have kept that in mind and said, okay, so how do I deliver the standard that I, that I want to, mm. you know, uh, Uh, achieve Mm. um, uh, on X amount of people ordering you know on all my uh, customers how do I um, uh, expand Mm. and not compromise that and and a lot of of my failures um, I won't even say our because I've been kind of steering this myself Mm. and uh, for a while with the help of a a, a few more than a few but Mm. I mean ultimately responsibility is on my shoulders Um, but in in cases where we've tried to expand too far, uh, too fast, mm-hmm. we compromise um, service. The, the service. I mean, and and it's very very difficult. So you need to be innovative. You know, you need to think uh, how what what is necessary uh, to maintain that standard in order to be consistent. In in, in my opinion, um, uh, there's a, ca- a counterintuitive. Um, notion in business where you have to hit as many people as you can, uh, as, as quick as you can, mm. in order to have value in a brand, a presence, and a, you know, a, a kind of an unbeatable, unstoppable force. Mm. Um, but you find that the most successful brands started out small mm. and grew small. Mm. Um, even if you want to take Deliveroo, to right, started in Fulham, Chelsea, you know, made themselves kind of well known. Kind of pushed out. They never act, actually said, oh, now we're in Richmond. Now we're in East London. Now we're in this. They, they really kept central mm-hmm. until they had a backing of $100 million, yeah, yeah. Right. But they, they didn't do like, oh, you know, uh you know Deliveroo's in Manchester? And then the investors came on board. Other way around. And I, and I heard once um, uh, that it's better to own a street than a town. Mm. if everyone on the streets ordering from you yeah you know yeah. and and this is where my consistency failed is that on these attempts to kind of um, you know launch in different areas I mean if you've got capital brilliant mm. if you've got you know on you know just hundreds un, of hundreds of millions yeah. you know or, or even hundreds of thousands mm. where you can uh, you can slam it and 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 really kind of make sure and over I mean this is what you call a in uh Startup land, the burn rate, right? So, how much capital you're willing to kind of burn your mm. runway, kind yeah. of thing. So, if you've got say enough money to have that those extra drivers, mm. that extra marketing, that consistent marketing, mm. but make sure that you're never ever going to fall short of your your standard mm. of your consistency, then then you've got a fighting chance. But I mean, that's
1: yeah. So, let's say you were having to, you know, restart your business again in some form. Okay. How, how, what would you do now that would be in line with your reverse engineering consistency? Um, theory. Hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I'm, I'm hesitating because I'm thinking, um, what, what am I giving away here? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Similar thing, you know, Yeah. Alcohol.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, um, uh, but it could be anything. Um, Mm -hmm. I've, I really believe. alcohol
1: and uh, massage. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Who was I talking to? A friend of mine recently said, uh, uh, what is this? Uh, butlers in the buff. Have you heard of this? Where it's like, um, like cleaners like maids and butlers Mated. that come yeah, like okay. dressed like almost chipped like almost nothing right mm. and um basically getting your alcohol delivered like that i i think it's a little bit too risky but uh, but you you definitely you, you'd make a splash for sure maybe as a pr study you could do that
1: but um uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah someone gets splashed. <laughs> so you start off how
0: i'm a very very big um believer in speed I've, I think that, um, that the faster it's done, um, the better you are. I mean, I I, I think you're almost unstoppable. I mean, mm-hmm. um, if I, there, there's, there's very few things that if I could get delivered at a decent price, maybe not Nighthawk price, but like, let's say, if you, um, for, okay, so for example, would you rather have um, your favorite pizza delivered in an hour, or um, a pizza that's not bad, but delivered in 25 minutes.
1: 25 minutes. Yeah. I think most people would For a would decent say, pizza.
0: For a decent, I mean, you can't, that's the thing, you can't go real shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but at the same time, yeah. I think most people are willing to kind of, um, so there is a market for quality fast. Mm. There are certain things that just take uh, longer to produce or to mm. manufacture or to n- deliver or, or whatever. I mean, just mm. as the nature of its quality or components or resources needed or things like that. But, mm. um, but Amazon, look at them; they're killing it.
1: Yeah. So, for instance, now, you've got your rebranding. Your your, your starting again. <clears throat> you I don't. Talk know. about speed. Um. Are you going for the workforce? Are you, you know, for your service to be consistent and quick? Are you going for a good amount of workers, delivery, you know, delivery riders, drivers, etc. First, as an importance, or the area, you know, a solid air niche area for you Um, with a few good
0: people to deliver. Well, uh, just based on experience, um, area is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, y- you the smaller your area, the easier it is to maintain. Mm. Right? So um, uh, and and also labor costs in a startup is one of the things that can quickly kill you unless you've got capital and burn rate and a plan and and and, and don't forget that even if you do have capital um, uh, a wide workforce or a, a, you know like a, a massive workforce mm. is very very hard to instill culture values mm. you're you're basically outsourcing. you may you may, all, you may have one kind of labor department but you might as well be outsourcing mm. um, you can not instill company uh, standards and consistency from from starting from 20 30 50 100 drivers. Mm. you can on one mm. right because it's you and and the new new person in the in the room mm. or two, you know, and you can say, listen, we're ground level. Let's let's do our best, and then and that becomes kind of, and you yeah. start on the street, and then and then you work on the village, mm. um, and uh, and uh, most people in marketing, if not all, will always say the lowest hanging fruit are your are your current customers. Mm. You know, to be able to market to your current customers is more valuable, and it's and it's even more valuable. In terms of uh, future investors, mm. this is once again Deliveroo. Um, they had such a, um, uh, a a large, faithful client base mm. that that the kind of the, the the big boys who are who have kind of the, the hundreds of millions to invest w- want things like you know cost per acquisition or. Um, Uh, lifetime value these are metrics that that these guys use in order to kind of uh, justify um, uh, and even if you go bigger than that even if you go facebook and uh, instagram or whatsapp um, uh, buying decisions from these companies is down to uh, your price per user Mm -hmm. so when facebook bought whatsapp they asked the question what is how many users does whatsapp have Mm. and what is the price per acquisition what was the price per user and that becomes the value of the um it's very interesting you know what you know um just as an aside if you want to uh really kind of look into something very very telling um um from and it's it's interesting because these are big businesses we talk about like netflix and facebook Mm. but when you when you um go public so when you're kind of ipo level you have to through the SEC, SEC.gov, or whatever, um, you have to file. I think it's called a 2K or a 5K or a 10K. I can't remember with it, mm-hmm. but in your kind of opening, um, uh, not statement, but like statement, maybe a statement of affairs. Yeah. You have to list legally every single risk you might see, mm-hmm. and it's not to investors, it's not to the public. I mean, it is to the total public because it's public, but but it it's interesting. You have companies like Netflix. Uh, you know, uh, having to say very simply, um, there might be a better service out there. What if, what if, uh, uh warners drops us what if uh what if um the power goes out <laughs> i mean what if i mean uh, they, they have to and it's really really interesting to see yeah. companies like facebook and netflix and, and twitter or whatever all these companies yeah. that are massive even at that level you get to you know publicly traded company you're already kind of massive yeah, yeah. but it's very humbling when you look at what they perceive their risks are mm-hmm. and and it's um like the worst and it, case scenario. Yeah, and and yeah, well, they have to list everything. The worst case to kind of the probable case. Mm. Um, and it's very, very interesting to read something that's in layman's terms as well. It's not kind of legal jargon. It's just like, um, you know, mm. I don't know, I can't even get an example. It's just just look up uh, these, uh, you know, just go to the SEC and look up the kind of the whatever their index is and, yeah. um, and look at their opening thing, their mm-hmm. opening statement. And uh, I mean, and I will tell you about monetization. They have to have all that information. It's, mm. it's, I'm not sure why more people don't look at that for a kind of insight. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, I was outside <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll have a butchers at um, Now, with 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 all of this, do you think it's possible it can go into a business plan? Is this what a business plan is for? Um, you yeah. know, is it possible to start at? Your most, you know, best case scenario for your business operating with, I don't know, a, a, a staff force sort of a hundred people. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's got an office block that costs this amount per year, etc. Yeah. Is that what a business plan is for? Is
0: I I don't think it's far off. Mm. Um, but there are some assumptions you just can't make and shouldn't make, especially if the business plan is going, uh, well. I I think there is a few business plans that one should write, um, and one of the mistakes that I made is that I I didn't, you didn't um, write a business plan. Well, I, I I did in the in the, in the very beginning, mm. in the very beginning. But it was it was really I didn't know much about anything yeah. at that point. Um, I still probably don't know much, <laughs> but uh, but I think there's two business plans that you essentially should write. One for an investor, a bank, or however mm. you want to capitalize it, mm. um, and then the second one's for yourself. Mm. And your team yeah. kind of thing. Um, and the second one can be that, uh, you know, that kind of dream, that vision board almost. Mm. Um, but you, the, the problem with, with that, you have to be very, very careful, is that, um, it, is that you, you can't see the, the wood through the trees, as they say, right? Like, I mean, it's all, it's all well and good to have a dream and a goal and, a, and an end in mind, um, an even consistent end in mind. Uh, but, uh, but you need to be realistic and focus on the now. And, and so when you reverse, uh, engineer consistency, mm-hmm. I don't mean start from the end and work back a step or two, mm-hmm. right? You need to reverse engineer it to the point of origin, like the, the big bang, mm-hmm. you know, you are in your garage right now, you know, mm-hmm. is your, is your first step to buy a copy of Excel? You know, he's I mean? like, is that the first step in your kind of plan? Yeah. So when you look at a business plan, I suppose you should start maybe like a tenth of the way in to your consistency. Mm-hmm. The things that are achievable right now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, even if it's before profit mm-hmm. or before sorry capital, even mm-hmm. before uh, you know money that you need to spend on whatever. Mm-hmm. You know um, things of the mind, mm-hmm. thing things like your belief system. Mm-hmm. You know. And what um,
1: ethic? How much time you can put in? Yeah.
0: Exactly. And well, I mean, and that will, that that. That goes into even professional business plans. Like uh, they will say, "Okay, well, what is your team? Who is your team? What's their background? Mm-hmm. How much time is everyone devoting to X task? Right? What are the roles? What are their responsibilities? Mm-hmm. Uh, who are they accountable to? Yeah. You know, sometimes you're everyone. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're every department, and you're accountable to yourself. Mm-hmm. Put it in the business plan. Yeah. You know. Um, it all depends on kind of who, what the what the business is and, and mm. what the team is and what the idea is, um, but you um, and a lot of a lot of companies um, uh, and I I didn't do this and I should have uh, rewrite their business plan every six months, mm. you know yeah, mm. um, and and there's a there's a shift in so parts of the business plan will be uh, well. Usually there's what's called an executive statement or a mission statement mm-hmm. right um, the, there's a, a shift now from doing those kind of professional kind of executive your mission statement this is who we are this is who we do this is what this what blah yeah whatever um, to a passion statement mm-hmm. and so your passion statement is really like you know I want to be the industry leader in this and we're going to achieve it by you know, uh, by maintaining the, the utmost kind of, uh, standards and, uh, and everyone's going to be happy. I mean, so that's
1: more like a dream statement, like a statement of you.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, but, but people I think, um, are, especially investors are, are very keen to hear that because they, uh, it's, it's like, it's like these stock, um, Phrases on CVs, right? Mm. Um, I I, I work hard independently or part of a team. Or or like, you know, uh, (laughs) I don't know. There's there's just a lot of just real shitty kind of stock statements that Mm. people make. It's like, I'm hardworking. Really? Okay. You don't need to put that because, I mean, you should be, Yeah. you know. Um, But I want to hear, I mean, if if I'm reading a CV um, and someone says, uh, you know, I I really love people, Mm. you know, I I just... uh, you know, I, I it it means more to me that people are happy. You know, uh, in all cases, and, and I'm mm-hmm. and I and I have a thick I have thick skin. You know, mm-hmm. um, I I can get on with the job at hand. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know these kind of things. I mean, but in in a business way, you might want to focus on it. And actually, <clears throat> uh, my mom said something uh, quite smart. She's a smart lady, mm-hmm. um, but she says she should write um, a, a mission statement or a passion statement with um, your, your belief in uh, your core values, you know, uh, I want to conduct a business with uh, loyalty, with integrity, mm-hmm. with uh, ethics, um, uh, with, you know, um, whatever kind of thing, whatever kind of good qualities. And then what you do is whenever you come to um, a difficult situation or a difficult, uh, a new venture or, a, a, you know, just something that you're kind of, you know what what should I do mm. you can look at that and say does this yeah. match with my yeah. my passion statement mm. is this a is this an ethical yeah is, is this, it, is it, is it am I being away from that exactly yeah mm. um, yeah mm. so I'm not sure if that answered the question was there a question?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you answered that <laughs> one question <laughs>